Welcome to Mandatory Monday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. You should check with Chip every day, but Mondays are mandatory. It's a tough one today. Two mass shootings over the weekend. 21 dead in El Paso, Texas. Nine dead in Dayton, Ohio. Indications are homicidal racism in El Paso and homicidal leftism in Dayton. And of course, there is an avalanche of anti-gun rhetoric from the left. We don't have a gun problem. We have a people problem. We have a culture of death problem. No law will prevent criminally, homicidally, antisocial people from acquiring weapons. Well, there is the left's dream of amending or simply defying the Constitution and confiscating all guns. But even then, people obsessed with attacking society will find ways to obtain weapons. Chicago has some of the most restrictive gun laws in the country. Chicago had 25 gun deaths over the same weekend as these two recent shootings. Chicago leads the nation in number of murders every year. The number one problem is the glorification of the villain in pop culture. So often in TV and movies, the villain is the smartest and most powerful person in the story. Some stories portray the villain as the hero. Religion is irrelevant and ignored, or portrayed as stupid, impotent, pathetic. I remember one movie trailer. I don't recall the movie, but I remember that very prominent in the trailer was the message, God can't help you. Evil prevails. Evil rules. Evil is real power. Evil is superior. This strain always has existed in humanity. It was most clearly articulated in Western civilization by Friedrich Nietzsche and his will to power theory that people must get beyond good and evil. Nietzsche said religion is a poison developed to stop the great people of society from doing what they are capable of doing. Hitler and the Nazis drew heavily from Nietzsche to support their agenda. Glorifying the villain is the main problem, but there are additional significant contributing factors to the culture of death that has arisen in our society. Relativism is a major factor. The voices on the left clamoring for more gun control are the same voices who have succeeded in creating huge pockets of alienated, isolated, dangerously antisocial people who reject any system of eternal absolute values that apply to everyone at all times. I, of course, gravitate to 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching, but an atheist can still embrace natural law. The idea that there are principles of basic right and wrong that predate and transcend religious or legislative codes. You don't have to be religious to believe it's wrong to kill people for no reason. Well, one of these recent killers and some others going back to the Unabomber have had manifestos showing all kinds of reasons for their attacks. Yes, but again, these are people detached from 4,000 years of Judeo-Christian teaching or natural law or any other form of solid belief system that would steer them away from a homicidal campaign to accomplish whatever their goals are. The left has been insisting for decades that there is no God. Or even if there is, who cares? God is irrelevant because we each are gods unto ourselves. Everything is relative to the individual. I decide the rules of life, good and evil, right and wrong. In fact, there is no good or evil. There is only what I want. And nobody should 
dare judge me for deviating from some stifling, tyrannical, objective standard of morality dictated to me by a person or institution. Now we're back to Nietzsche and his amoral supermen. Another factor fueling this culture of death is fixation on suicide. A few years ago, Netflix produced a series glorifying a teen suicide. A girl recorded audio tapes to be played after her death, and she, of course, is the star of the series. The pressures on girls are monumental as it is. Then stack on top of that the pressures generated by social media, the meanness, the pettiness, the perception that everybody has a great life and I'm nothing. And you get young people thinking, I'm not much in life, but I'll be a star in death. Finally, what kind of social conservative would I be without working abortion into the equation? I say that sarcastically because the left whines, you pro-lifers bring everything back to abortion. Yes, often we do, because so many aspects of the culture of death do trace their causes back to abortion. Leroy Carhart is a doctor who performs abortions in Nebraska and on the East Coast. One thing I like about Carhart is that he is honest. He readily admits that he is killing babies in the womb. He says there is no question it's a baby. As long as the baby is in the uterus, I have no qualms about killing it. At least Carhartt is willing to draw the line at birth. Democratic legislators now give standing ovations to the policy of letting babies die after they are born. The support has been there for at least a dozen years, going back to Illinois State Senator Barack Obama fighting the Born Alive Act which said a baby who survives an abortion must be cared for, not left to die. Obama said, no, that baby must die. If you can do that to a newborn baby, you are capable of doing anything to anyone. And a society that permits that to be done to a newborn baby is capable of allowing anything. Take Carhartt's dismissal of life in the womb and the Democratic Party's evolution to infanticide by neglect, and relativism's dismissal of any absolute values, and the glorification of death dealers in pop culture, and you get the guy aiming his rifle from the window of his hotel room in Las Vegas at thousands of people below at an outdoor concert. Yeah, those are human beings down there. So what? There is no inherent or absolute value to their lives. I am God in that I am the terminator of life. It's no different than fishing or hunting. They are living targets. I have the power to end their lives, and it pleases me to exercise it and terrify the ones I don't hit. I mean no disrespect to fishermen and hunters. The ones I know do not kill for the thrill of killing. They value the creatures they pursue and are good stewards of the animals and their habitats. I am saying the Las Vegas shooter and other such murderers do not recognize any special value to human life, or if they do, only to the extent that a person is a more challenging and satisfying target than an animal. The left owns this cultural social movement toward devaluing human life, and yet the left has the nerve to reiterate what has become a standard talking point in the wake of shootings. Well, actually, the left used to be dismissive toward prayer and reliance on religious faith in such situations. Now, 
the left seems downright offended. How dare you pray when you have blood on your hands as a supporter of gun rights? Remember how I said pop culture portrays religion as stupid, impotent, pathetic? In this case, add offensive. Your prayers are an insult. Why don't you try it sometime, lefty? Praying. Not only are prayer and faith required in such situations, they are required if America is serious about doing something to stop this violent trend. The pathological social sicknesses that develop and spread in the absence of faith and natural law are stoking the violence and will continue to do so no matter how many new gun laws you on the left pass. That's Mandatory Monday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening.